0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on Rockwitle Podcast we have night thieves. Arguably the worst kind. Although it's more shocking when it happens in the day, isn't it? Uh
1: yeah, it's kind of ironic, isn't it? Yeah. So it's always
0: Yeah, in broad daylight, as if there's any other kind of daylight. Yeah,
1: well that it's happens where I am. <laughs> it's
0: where it's <laughs> yeah. In, yeah. You never say like <laughs> at broad nighttime, I was robbed point blank. It's almost like it's expected, isn't it? Under Shadow of Nightfall.
1: <laughs> absolutely.
0: Isn't it funny how we add in things like, yeah, I paid good money for that. Have you ever said I paid bad money for that? You've never said that, have you? It's
1: no, absolutely not. Yeah. Go on, Rick. <laughs> uh, I was going
0: to say
2: that. was uh, it. The Shadow of Nightfall sounds like a really good metal band. I, I, I think yeah. you should. Uh, I think you should save that one.
0: I think we should. Beautiful. All right, before we go spiraling too far out of control, today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Night Thieves. They have a new EP called Spiral, which is going to be releasing on September 19th. That's the date I have from Gary with two R's. And right now I'm being joined by Jess and Rick to share some more information about this stellar release as well as what the gang has got going on. So speaking of the gang, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thanks for having us.
0: Absolutely great to have you on now, if I understand you guys are a power trio, yeah,
1: absolutely, yep, you've got of course myself and Rick on here. We've also got um Paul, who is our guitar maestro, uh, I'm obviously the singer, and then Rick obviously is the guy on the bass coming up with some cool riffs as well,
0: yeah, well, the important people are here, and that's all that's all that's important, it's all that matters,
1: yeah. Yeah, Paul's too busy looking at the Euro 2020 match with England, so (laughs) we'll all cover for him, it's all
0: right. Mm -hmm. Now, I thought one of the interesting things that struck me about the EP when I heard it uh, from Gary with two R's is that you guys didn't hit me as a power trio. I thought you guys were a significantly larger band, and I guess my first question is, is that an intention in this EP?
1: Uh, No, there's a drummer, there has been a drummer in our band, uh, you know, uh, throughout, kind of throughout our journey since we started in 2017. Um, But yeah, I think, you know, with the lockdown that's happened recently, Uh, that's made a few things a little bit difficult, even recording on the EP at the moment. Um, And I I think including for our drummer at the time as well, Chris, um, who also had to kind of deal with the situation at the time. So, you know, myself. Paul and Rick, uh, we decided to just go and go ahead with the EP, um, and uh, we had a, a great drummer feature, a feature on our EP. Until we're, we're looking for a drummer at the moment. Hey, Rick.
2: Yeah, some auditions coming up, so fingers crossed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. fantastic. I say stick with superior drummer. It it costs less money. It it eats less. It doesn't disagree with anything you want to do. <laughs> yeah I
1: like <the> <laughs> just just go with the drum machine
0: <laughs> <laughs> beautiful uh you mentioned some things about lockdown and whatnot how is that situation unfolding? Uh, we discussed a little bit July nineteenth seems to be the magic day how are things going? how are shows coming along are they coming along
1: shows well what are we those? Had, yeah lined up, like towards the end of the year <laughs> you know towards the end of the year you know how it is it's sort of um a few of them kind of fell through i think uh towards the end. we had planned like last year um so um but we we took the opportunity i think that we were lucky that we were uh, doing the recording and a bit of songwriting at the time but we certainly do want to get some we do want to get some gigs we're really we're really missing it we're really missing it
0: Mm-hmm. just push play on the drum machine count off and then you're good to go
1: Exactly. Yeah, Sweet.
0: Cool. Yeah. yeah. I've been there myself. What's amazing is when people are so drunk, they they're like, "Man, your drummer is awesome." We're like, "We know. He's not. Gonna, <laughs> he's not going to eat any of our pizza tonight." Uh, <laughs> and cheap, as you say, very cheap. Exactly. Super cheap. Oh man, we even yep. named our drum machine because we we played with him so many times while we were looking for drummers, but we were still playing shows. We named him Marcus. I don't know why.
1: Oh, nice and simple, hey. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Did you bring Marcus with you? Of course we brought Marcus with us. He
1: <laughs> doesn't got, speak much. Yeah.
0: Now I've got a, I've got a quote here um, that work on Spiral began the moment lockdown happened. I'm just imagining some like emotionally dramatic moment where it's like, oh no, lockdown, Spiral, let's go now. Um, I guess take us through that. Was it because of the
1: downtime that you guys started working on it or what happened? Uh, we actually started working on it beforehand. We had started kind of the songwriting process. We'd finished our last EP, Battle Cry, uh, around kind of towards the end of two thousand nineteen. We were already raring to go with some more songs, um, slightly with a different feel, I think, with this one. So we'd already kind of planned it. Um, so, but 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 the turn it took, I guess, with the whole theme and stuff, kind of it kind of merged together during the lockdown, I guess that, that kind of came together afterwards.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, speaking of the previous EP, I've also got another quote. I got lots of quotes. I'm going to base this entire interview off of quotes. So good. Yeah. (laughs) Spiral is darker and heavier than their debut. Why is it darker and heavier? Was that, was that a, uh, conscious choice? I was going to say cognizant choice, which I guess could work. Conscious choice.
1: Conscious choice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we we had played around with our sound. I think because, um, like I said, we formed in 2017. We played around quite a lot with the sound and style back back then. And um, yeah, we kind of we were a little bit lighter, I would say, uh, in our first set of songs. A little bit more dancey, still rocky. Um, but yeah, we found our I guess Rick. We found our way kind of through <laughs> through something else after the first experience. Hey.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think even before the pandemic we we were writing heavier trying to go for heavier riffs um and trying to give um things we we love having that kind of dynamic of having really heavy riffs but really catchy hooks and I think we were already try- trying to start writing like that beforehand and then I think once lockdown happened and we were continuing to write but we were all doing it remotely I think a few I think a few frustrations kind of came out and I think the song is kind of I think it started trending a bit darker if they weren't already and um yeah I think that's the, how the sound came out at the end and then I think that especially in the lyrics I think they were definitely kind of how how that came out in the end there's there's a really cool bit in I think it's um one of the last songs on the EP Figure It Out where there's just a big scream in it at one point and I think that was quite kind of kind of cathartic kind of yes we needed that kind <laughs> of thing
0: has anybody ever told you that you kind of look like Sting? Sting. No one has ever <laughs> ever told me that. Okay, I looked well, up a.
1: Picture. Well, I've to um, Ed Sheeran, right?
2: I've I've had Ed Sheeran, I've had Prince Harry, but I've never had Sting. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check that out now.
0: Okay, I'm gonna take a uh, Ed Sheeran's probably a little bit closer. So if Sting and Ed Sheeran made a baby, <laughs> Ed Sting, Sting, <laughs> Sting Sheeran. <laughs> I guess because you play bass I don't know it kind of just the moment I saw you I was like that guy kind of looks like if Sting and Ed Sheeran made a baby I mean Sting's an awesome
2: bass player I'm, I'm you know good
0: compliment oh well that's good to hear actually that's a, a brilliant <laughs> question I'm not that he's not a good bass player I've just never heard anybody say that out loud so I guess my question is what is it about Sting that inspires you or that makes you think he's a good bass player
2: oh dear um <laughs> I I mean, I'm going to be honest and come clean. I'm not a huge Sting fan. But you were just saying I've, it,
0: weren't you? Yeah. No, no,
2: from, <laughs> what I've, from what I've seen, like, he is, um, you know, I mean, his song's a testament to itself. And yeah. uh, before I dig a hole, I'm going to stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess what I could say, as far as Sting as a bass player, is he plays what is appropriate. And I don't think I've ever listened to anything he's done and went, you thought that would go there?
2: Uh, I'm always in awe of anyone who can sing and play bass at the same time, because I can't do it. Um, I try my very best, but anyone who can sing and play bass I gets gets thumbs up.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. So who does backing vocals, Jess? Who does all the backing vocals?
1: Ah, uh, It's funny you should say that. I try. <laughs>
0: Uh, but i'm
2: saying i can i find it really difficult to do i'd really try but i have to really simplify the backing vocals on everything um and it's it's something i'm trying to work on but i find it so hard i think i don't know what i think it's playing instead of strumming on a guitar i think it's quite you know it, i don't know it, it's quite e- It's simpler to do for me than playing fingers and uh, with my fingers and bass and then trying to sing. I don't know. There's something disjointed between my my head and my hands, which means I just can't do it. Well, Um, I have to when when Jess puts in all the really cool backing and harmonies into our music, um, I I have to simplify it so much to at least make it work.
0: You are a man being disjointed between the head and the hands is pretty common. (laughs) Exactly. Got me. Okay, I'm seeing some influences here. Royal Blood Architects, Biffy, Clyro. I've never heard of them. I'll have to look them up. Spirit Box and Incubus. Shout out to Spirit Boxer from Vancouver. Um, I'm actually... Excellent. Yeah, I'm going to dial in on Spirit Box and Incubus because Incubus reminds me of being alive around the year 1999 uh, and wearing seashell necklaces and being like, Bro! Um, <laughs> and then Spirit Box because they're kind of the newer... I don't know what you would call those people. Um But anyway, dialing in on those two influences, that's a very unique set of influences. How did they play a part in this EP? I mean, Spirit Box I get going heavier, but Incubus.
1: That's one. I I think that's one of yours, isn't it, Rick? It is.
2: Yeah, I've I've loved Incubus since since I think I discovered them on Pro. I think it was Make Yourself I discovered them on, and I've loved them ever since, honestly, the way that they've evolved over time. Um, especially the bass player, um, well, both bass players. The ones on Make Yourself and before that, absolutely amazing. And then Ben Kenny doing stuff on A Crow Left of the Murder. He was he's insane as well. So I've loved it for the bass playing, but I've found always like there's an incubus song for everything, and I just love their back catalogue. I love everything they do um, live. They're brilliant, um, and they always come up with something new. Absolutely amazing band.
0: Did you ever wear seashells and listen to Jack Johnson as well? Or No. no? I never no. got to that stage. Okay. All right. <laughs> Very cool. Now, Off The Wire. <laughs> off The Wire. I went Off The Wire for a second there. Uh, lead single off of the EP. Uh, tell us about this track. What is this track about?
1: Uh, well, Off The Wire has uh, the starting theme of I guess uh, it's all about kind of, I guess, mental well-being. That's a massive topic right now, right? Mental health and mental well-being. And, um, you know, even myself, I've I've suffered from a little bit of anxiety every now and then. And it's all about, you know, having those kind of anxiety and pressures, whether it's other people or sometimes we put on ourselves. And it's all about kind of that sort of having that burden always kind of in your head. And it sort of grows to the point to where you just like if i I've gotta pull the plug on it before i before I lose it, so it's that whole experience of that kind of build up and um, sort of those internal struggles really oh, is that what we're
0: seeing on the artwork for spiral,
1: yeah, it's all connected, yeah absolutely, and I think that that's also then what's influenced um the lyrics onto the other tracks for spiral as well, yeah,
0: okay, so I guess in relation do I want to call it a quarantine EP or a lockdown EP or a pandemic EP?
1: Oh, I guess it's inspired by the lockdown, isn't it? <laughs>
0: yeah. It'd
2: be nice not to be pigeonholed by the fact that it was created in lockdown, but I mean, it's been created and it was created in lockdown. So it's going to be influenced by that as well.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, I'll be honest. It was probably the best year of my life for a number of reasons. And I know it was the worst year for a lot of people. Um, so I don't typically say that out loud, although I did just now, because uh, now that we're kind of coming to an end, people are like, are you going to miss it? And I'm like, you know, kind of. Yeah. Um, my daughter was born. I was home a lot. Um, it was For a number of reasons, it was really good. Now, I know for a lot of people, it really wasn't. Um, but just looking at the artwork and understanding the anxiety and the mental health, I know that's where a lot of people went. And I've seen the stats of like suicides here in Canada alone, increasing by 40 percent.
1: Gosh, that's yeah, that's really sad. And yeah, I think it's just been a struggle for a lot of people. Uh, I think some of us, are, you know, are, are, have been lucky. I think during lockdown, and, and cra- congrats on the baby as well. <laughs> that's really yeah, crazy. thank you. Um, yeah, and at Rick's also had a had a baby that came along the way during the uh, lockdown as well. So uh, yeah, yeah,
2: and Paul as well. So me, uh, Paul, the guitarist, and myself, both um, we both had children during lockdown, which has been amazing
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah so lockdown babies it,
1: absolutely but uh yeah i know i think it's it's just uh just adjusting to something completely different isn't it? it for for everyone uh that that was a real that that could have been a real struggle for a lot of people and then you know you get into bad habits and stuff don't you, as well when you're in lockdown at home and you know not doing a whole lot and um binge watching on a lot of films and and tv stuff like that uh so yeah it's it'll be interesting to get back out of it
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it will now i guess my next question is more of a i don't know how i want to phrase it but i'll just say it out loud which is a three song ep you guys had so much free time to give me more
1: (laughs) (laughs) well there was a struggle uh yeah we were struggling um with um we did have a whole ton of songs didn't we like that like we kind of developed uh du- during that during that time um and we sort of yeah we sort of narrowed it down to a couple um and we just um when we presented that to to the guys at the recording studio because we um Paul Visser uh, produced it and uh, along with his team and Dave um they gave us quite a lot of really good sound advice, you know, on, on really refining a couple of the ones that we, we went for. And we really we focused a lot on those, actually, didn't we, Rick? We, we really worked on those ones instead. We sort of honed in on those.
2: I think that was it. We, we kind of went for quality over quantity. And also the three songs that we put in the EP, we felt went well together. And we did have other songs that were in the works, but they just didn't really fit with the, the overall theme and uh, I think it all came down to that we just wanted to we really wanted to get into the recording studio and we were really happy with those three songs and we decided quite early on to focus on those three and go, let's get those as really as good as they can be, get those recorded and um and just get something out really.
0: Okay. You mentioned you gave you some sound advice. I'd hope that a recording studio gives you sound advice. But <laughs> shh. Oh. <laughs> How can you tell I'm a dad? All right, so here he is, right here, Swashling young buck with the Viking beard and the hair swoosh. A good-looking young man. He's even got a tape plug-in.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm sure take that as a lovely compliment.
0: I'm <laughs> mm-hmm. like, okay, I don't have a real one. Okay, he'll probably get really defensive. I don't know. I don't know, Paul. Uh, but but why, Paul? Out of all the all the people in London, why, Paul?
1: uh well so so we had kind of looked around and I, again we we're looking for someone who was also kind of would also appreciate that that sound we were developing at that time you know we were talking about that heavier uh sound um and uh, i think uh, paul himself he's uh, in an awesome band called uh, black orchid empire uh they they're a great band also you know quite great solid rock uh, riffs and rock tunes and um so you know i think paul paul found him and uh, approached to to see if they would be interested in recording us because um you know with that kind of sound it's just kind of ideal and uh, you know a great match for us uh, to to go into that studio and like I said is is um, getting some great experience and you know advice from from someone like that hey so um, yeah I think that that's kind of what really uh, made our choice there. Mm-hmm.
0: Fan freaking fantastic. The other thing I was going to uh, say is a couple of the bands you guys had mentioned like uh, Architects and Spirit Box, you could reach out to their producers and be like, "Yo, listen up!" Not that you talk like that, but you'd be like, "Yo, listen up." We want to, sound, yeah. We want to <laughs> s- sound like Spirit Box, so do it, and then you just pressure them with anxiety. Yeah, <laughs> that
1: that will be our next step. I think we'll take your advice on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think Spirit Box, um, they do some quite a lot of their own recording as well, don't they? They do quite a, quite a good amount of producing as well. So yeah, yes, yeah.
0: yes, they do. I was privy to. Oh, man, what was the song? Holy Roller, which is obviously a big song for them. Yes. I was privy to uh, watching a session where the producer that they had worked with went through that whole process of working with them on that song. It was a guy out of L.A. I think they worked with somebody else on their most recent album. But at the time, they were working with that guy out of L.A. And he was talking about how because they'd been around the block a few times before they got around to spirit box that he was actually being introduced to studio concepts and things from them. All right. Like, yeah. yeah like uh, neural DSP plugins. He wasn't using up until they were because they were using some nolly stuff at the time. So the tone on spirit box isn't even a real amp. It's the nolly neural DSP stuff. Um, and then, yeah, I think they chose the drum kit and superior drummer too. So like, it's not even a real band on that song, but you know, it goes to show that a lot of stuff doesn't need to be a real band as long as you feel something.
1: Absolutely, it's just amazing what you can you know pick up and you know along the way and uh, yeah, well, w- what you can experiment around with as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, stuff you, you know we've kind of picked up as well and uh, tried to use and we keep taking every th- every bit of advice and so forth to you know, to take on every time. I, I've definitely learned a lot from kind of all of these other bands and, um, you know, producers and then so forth.
0: You could call it stealing, stealing a little bit at night. Ooh.
1: Inspiration, man. inspiration,
0: Inspira- right. Yeah. Night thievery. <laughs> night Get inspirational.
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Nocturnal <Yeah.
0: laughs> inspiration. There you go. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> um, Frustrations in lockdown, auditioning, drummers, sting, uh, anxiety, off the wire. Those are some of the things that we were able to chat about today, um, as well as the EP itself, Spiral. Was there anything that I missed, gang?
1: We've got toned, haven't we, as well? That's the other one on the the, uh, EP. And we'll have a video uh, coming out for that one as well, uh, close to the EP release. And um, yeah, that's probably... That kind of came pretty much after Off the Wire, I think, didn't it, Rick? I think it was um, that one. Uh, Again, similar similar theme, a bit more about polarised views that we see a lot nowadays, you know, (laughs) we see far right and the far left you know um you know there's a lot of kind of divided opinion about stuff and um you know the effects that that can have on people too so <laughs> um that that one was much more of an energized i guess song and it was really fun doing the video for that as well we only i think we did that like about a month ago didn't we rick about yeah about i think month. So. yeah we did
2: liverpool so it was really nice to like feel like a band again like going up um, we went up to liverpool and um uh, we filmed in a warehouse um, and got some really cool shots. We we got the video back last week, and we absolutely love it and can't wait to release it.
0: Yeah. Very That's cool. Well, this this episode will air in August, so if it's available and you're listening on Spotify, it'll be in the show notes below. If you're listening on the website, CA, it'll be available in the show notes below. If you're watching on YouTube so you can see how exceptionally good-looking this band is, then it will also be in the show notes below. Uh, A link to Off The Wire and, of course, if the new video is available, then it will be in there as well. Otherwise, just go and go to nightthieves.co.uk, which will be also available in the show notes, and you can keep up to date with everything Night Thieves. I was going to say Night Thievery, but I didn't want to change the grammar of your your moniker. Um, Sweet. Okay. And then, obviously, if you're a drummer, reach out to the gang because they need a drummer. And if you guys already have a drummer, then... Well, you just tell these people, no, and you just swat them with a fly swatter. You no. Know, or a newspaper. No.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Otherwise, yeah, make sure. Come down to London.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Beautiful. Okay. Well, gang, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Awesome.
1: Thank you for having us. It was awesome. Thank you so much.